Blog Talk Radio. Guard money as of like just two, three years ago. 
And, and that's just a, a, a sign of where the, the, the salary cap is going and where it's about to go next oh. year. Um, it's going it, to be it, it, almost, it, it, it frightens me because a lot of these guys that signed big contracts just three, two, three years ago are looking around right. like, there's no way in the world this dude is worth as much as I am. And when my time comes back, Lord have mercy. It's, it's, I, I, I see where these NFL players are complaining about guaranteed money, and, and hell, they want their piece, but you know, until they get their whole bargaining agreement settled, it won't happen. But yeah, right. it's been crazy the amount of money that's been tossed around. And the one thing, Scott, you may be able to help me out with this because I can't seem yeah. to get an answer from anybody. No one listens to me, with the exception, with the exception uh, of probably uh, my listeners and, and probably you on occasion. Why is it that a lot of these guys sign more than, than one-year deals? Why is it that they didn't just go ahead and sign a one-year deal, especially like a LaMarcus Aldridge? Why didn't they just sign a one-year right. deal and just wait until the salary cap next year goes up as big as it's going to get, and they would have had tons of money thrown their way? Now, let me ask you this question, because someone asked me this today at work. Uh, we were talking about free agency. Uh, uh-huh. There's nothing to, like, to do at work. Um, <laughs> like, will the, like, like, will the, uh, you know, you know, we were very productive today. Um, will the actual, because he asked me, is there any clause in the contracts where after the salary cap goes astronomically high next season, after after this season, I should say, after this coming season and the, the following season, will the salaries increase? And I don't think that that, that they would. I think that it's stuck a set in stone as to fix us the way it is, like as far as like the per year deal, you know, the dollar amounts. I don't think the dollar amounts change at all. Which yeah, I don't know, think that it does either, uh, because of the fact that the league doesn't necessarily know exactly what the amount of the salary cap raise will be. Plus, they don't know exactly yeah. all of the monies that they're going to receive back from those teams that owe in luxury taxes. So they have no idea, and I don't think that these teams can basically gauge a future contract off of uh, undetermined numbers. Right, exactly, and that's the thing. I mean, it's like why would – I mean, it's just to your point. They know – they, the NBA players know that those contracts, those TV contracts are coming down the pipe. They yeah. know that you know it's 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 that you know it's going to just really change the economic complexity <laughs> of, the, of the NBA in terms of player salaries. So why didn't they do like? And sometimes you have to ask yourself why it's why, but why would cats like uh, Anthony Davis sign like a max extension? Even though he's getting close to thirty mil per, uh-huh. whereas like a cat named like like LeBron James, it's pretty much pretty much signed like a glorified one year contract. You know, two year deal with a, with the second year being an opt out. We we all know he's going to opt out again to get more True. money, and and that's what he should. So why would I, I, you know why would Kevin Love do a deal where it's like a five lots in the five year deal at a fixed amount unless they know something that we don't know. You know, as you know, what? You know as yeah. My my guess is this, and it's a three word situation here. Jason Pierre right. Paul. And that's being said to the degree oh, of yeah. these players potentially don't know whether or not 
they're going to be healthy enough to wait out and see what happens next year. Anything can happen, and they can potentially lose that money. So they want to go ahead and get their guaranteed money right now, which is probably the most sensible thing, I'm guessing. But I'm thinking, you know yeah. what, if I can go ahead and, and, and dodge any injury, any catastrophe for a year, I would make mm-hmm. I would take that chance. I would I would do the LeBron, I would do the Kevin Love, go ahead and sign a two year deal with an option to get out for the second year and go ahead and re up when this money gets a whole lot bigger. But I mean you you, you can't shake a stick at, at, at ninety or a hundred million dollars either. Especially you can't shake a stick at eighty million when it wasn't necessarily guaranteed that you were going to get that for for some right. of these guys. I'm so I guess going to take that. Yeah, I'm looking at these contracts now. I'm on website just looking at these contracts, and I'm not talking about the stars. I'm talking about the secretary players. Brooke exactly. Lopez got three. Brooke Lopez got three years, sixty million dollars from the net. The Twenty net. million annually okay. for Brooke Lopez. Really? For Brooke Lopez. Now there's there's more. Brandon Knight got five years, seventy mil with the Suns. I know Brandon's a good player, but seventy million dollars? Really? Exactly. Really? Exactly. Okay. There's. I mean, there's more. Um, one second. Yeah, if I could just scroll down this. Uh, I hate. I hate explore. But but at any rate, uh, I know Robert Lowe said pass on with my Knicks for four years, fifty-four mil. But that's not mm-hmm. working the bank at twenty mil per year. You know what I mean? That's still. I mean. I mean, he's a he's a good player. He's a good defensive player. We need a defense. But I mean, I mean, like I said, I mentioned the aforementioned Wesley Matthews deal and everything. It's it's crazy. It's insane. It's it's it's, it's insane. Corey Brook and twenty four mil from the Rockets. Really? Oh my God! It's just and the Imad Shumpert for forty million dollars over four years in the Cavs. You know, the Cavaliers. We get back to and we're. And we're getting to the winners and losers of free agency. But the Cavaliers has a huge, they have a huge ass luxury bill just waiting to be scratched by uh, Dan Gilbert. I mean, I think yeah. their uh, luxury tax is like in the, in the neighborhood. I don't know, oh, no, off the top of my head. Because I know that the salaries, the recorded salaries on the books right now, before uh, a deal with, um, well, what's his name? Uh, Tristan Thompson would be made, would be in the ninety million dollars for the payroll. Um, yeah. Now, so, that's the funny thing because historically, teams that are hugely over the the luxury tax don't win championships. But this is a situation with the Cleveland Cavaliers, barring an injury, right. and that's knocking on wood. That this is one of those teams that actually might end up doing it, but. Like you said uh, earlier, we'll talk about the winners and the losers. Even though I have right. them as one of my winners, I don't have them as my greatest winner uh, as of right now. Right. Exactly. And I feel on that. And I got a couple more contracts for you. The contract. Oh. Tobias Harris, four years, $64 million with the match. $64 million for total. Tobias Harris. Yes. And last but not least, Reggie Jackson, five years, $80 million with the Pistons. You, you know what? I I think that's the same deal, that's the same matches deal, oddly enough, that uh, John Wall received from the Wizards a couple of years ago. Wow! Wow! I need to check that that's, to make sure, insane. but it's it's somewhere within that five year, eighty to ninety million range. 
Wow. Eight mil for Reggie Jackson. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Eight mil for Reggie Jackson. But anyway, uh, we can go on with the economic chaos, <laughs> if you will, of, of these free agency contracts. So we already talked about it, touched on it, on it the winners and losers. Who are your winners of free agency? Your mind. Oh, Stop my God. Winners. Um, I, I have about three or four major winners. Um, okay. The biggest one, of course, for me, should be the easiest standout. It would be the San Antonio Spurs. With them right. uh, being able to get Timmy to take a whole hell of a lot less money. With them also, right. uh, who was it today? Did they re-sign um, Ginobili? Yeah, they're about to re-sign Ginobili to a deal, which probably is going to be his last deal. And they also exactly. got David West to accept the to, My to, God, to, to give up ten million dollars to be the sixth man off the bench, and at, at what is it? The very minimum. At, what's the better minimum? Like I saw it earlier, like um, uh, but he gets like one point two like, million. Yeah, one point two million. It's one point two million annual. And the, the thing about the David West situation, because of course there were two teams he was looking at. He was looking at San Antonio, and he was also looking at my Wizards. And of course, I was wringing right. my hand, wishing that he would come to DC. And, and relegate Nene to the bench. And for $1.2 million, oh, my God, you can't beat that because that's probably the same amount of money they signed Alan Anderson. Uh, well, I can't even remember the dude's name right now, the the, the, uh, the small yeah. forward that they signed from the Nets. Uh, yeah, it is Alan Anderson. Um, Alan Anderson, yeah. Two. Yeah, and, and, and they could have gotten an a, a all-star in David West, but he decided to go to San Antonio and with, with that rotation that they're going to have at the three and at the actually the three, four and five spot with David West, uh Kawhi Leonard, uh uh Lamarcus Aldridge, the other big free agent get that they got, Tim Duncan. That's gonna be ridiculous because they're gonna have a situation. It, it's gonna be completely unfair in, in that front court in, in San Antonio. And, and and it's gonna be a situation where all of these guys are not gonna be forced to play big minutes. And it's going to do. It's going to fall right into Popovich's hands in terms of uh, high rotation, you know, high rest for these veterans. And, and it, it, I think it's absurd. People or, or, or people are predicting that the Spurs are going to win sixty-six plus games. That's only been oh, done. Oh, at least. I, I don't know. It, 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 it's only been done five times in the league's history where a team has won right. uh, sixty-six plus games. 60 easy. I'm giving them 60. 66. They're going to win at least 60 games, dude. With that lineup, with that lineup, yes. they, they, it'd be yes. disappointing if they lost, if they, if they, if they win, if, 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 if they won below 59. It'd be yes. a huge disappointment because look at what they're bringing back to your point. They're bringing back the big three, right? And Duncan, mm-hmm. Ginobili, and Parker. They've added, well, they've re signed a future stud and, and, and Quality Leonard. They mm-hmm. signed another stud. And the and the Marcus Aldridge, they got mm-hmm. another stud to come in to be that sixth man, and David West, six or seven mm-hmm. man, David West. I mean, and they resigned um, Danny Green, the three point yeah. sniper. So, are you serious? You exactly. <laughs> that's just crazy. They're going all in like like gangbusters. They had a sorry cap room to do so. Very true. Freaking San Antonio, man. Freaking San Antonio. Okay, who are your other winners? Uh, number two would have to be the, the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. I really can't really call them a winner 
because right. LeBron, it was almost, it was guaranteed that he was coming back. Um, right. As iffy as Kevin Love coming back was, I didn't see it being smart for him to go anyplace else. But, you know, right. we don't really necessarily know Kevin Love's heart and mind in terms of dealing with free agency because he's the only ticket team he's really played for, and we've never really had to see him in a free agency situation. He was basically traded to Cleveland, right? So mm-hmm. we never really had to see him in, in a free agency situation, so we never really had to deal with him in that magnitude. So to see where, right. where what he decided to do with them bringing back Tristan Thompson, with them bringing back Mo Williams. The Mo Williams signing is interesting to me because the one thing, and I've said it on this show where we talked about the, uh, the NBA Finals, the one thing that really hurt the Cleveland Cavaliers to me in the finals was the, the fact of right. having a consistent shooter. Not right. saying that Mo Williams is the best shooter, but he's a whole hell of a lot better than what they had last year going into the finals. Oh, you got that right. You, I mean, you bring in a Mo I mean, Williams right. with a, a, a potentially healthy uh, uh, Kevin Love. And, right. and, and the thing that worries me, this is the, this is the X factor, really, because he's only played in the, league, in, the, in the league for four years, and he's only had two healthy seasons. Tyree Irving, if he can somehow stay right. healthy for the playoffs and championship, then the Eastern Conference is almost a lot for them. I'm not right. going to go ahead and say it's, it's completely, but this is the team that, that took the champions, in my opinion, to the brink with one guy. You come in there with right. four or five healthy guys, it becomes a little bit more interesting. Um, another right. team that, that did well to me were the, the Miami Heat, with them bringing back um, Dragic, with them bringing back D-Wade for a year, um, the drafting of uh, Justice Winston, Winston and um, right. they also brought back uh, – what was the other – they also brought back uh, – Kind of all dang. So you you have those guys with a healthy Chris Bosh, with Whitehead coming back. Watch out for the Miami Heat. That team could be extremely dangerous as well. And my sleeper surprise, the Milwaukee Bucks. How about them? How about the Milwaukee? Who knew? Who knew that Milwaukee would be a destination? Who knew? I don't, I, they got up from the, you know, you know. I, I, I'm sorry, but yeah, I mean, the way that they managed to steal them from the next, we'll, we'll get that to, to in a minute. But how about the job that Jason Kidd has done with that team? First oh my all, how God! About the, how about the job he's doing with those cats? This is the same team that, without Jabari Parker, uh, and and Jason Kidd in his first year. Yeah, right. yeah, sure, sure. It's the East, but we know what I said about the East. It's a girl with a B cup. It's still attractive enough. Right. They, they were still able to get into the Eastern uh, playoffs, and 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 I, even though they didn't give Chicago fits, I thought they could have been a little bit more competitive. But hey, with Jabari Parker in that mix, with Greg Monroe in that mix now, you have a, a, right. a, a solid guy in the front court who actually. Told New York and LA no to go to Milwaukee. Who does that? It's it's so it it, it, it was such a shocker to me because I'd just been on uh, my show Sleazy Sports talking to one of my co-hosts talking about how you know traditionally it's 
either Wall Brother cities or New York and L.A. where free agencies normally want to go. That concept right. has been tossed out the window. It's now whoever what's, whoever is capable of winning now or, or soon enough is where these guys are going. And if you guys feel, feel as though they can come in and be a huge piece of that, they're going to do it. Right. That's the thing. And, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think we'll get to the losers in a minute because I, I agree with you on pretty much all those. Um, like, I, would, I, I mean, I would like to throw, like, a, 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 um, a um, an honorable mention, and, and an honorable mention, that would be the Los Angeles Clippers for being able uh, to sweet-talk your boy, DeAndre Jordan, back into the side with them. And spurning Dallas, which I thought was pretty immature on his part, he should at least call Mark Cuban the company and tell him that entire hey, situation. It is, it is the messiest thing I've ever seen in sports ever. This isn't the first time we've ever seen a free agent change his mind in terms of free agency, or right. even with, with with college students changing their mind in terms of where they where they intend to go. But a situation where you have a guy who is trapped up in his house by an opposing right. team and 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 basically it's told, you know, we're not leaving until you stay with us. And he doesn't even contact Mark Cuban and then Chris Broussard making it messy by sending out his tweets. And, oh, my God, what a week Chris Broussard had last week. But that's neither here oh, nor there. And why um, is he still employed with ESPN? I don't know. I, I'm, my guess is... <laughs> is that they enjoy this. They have to enjoy it. I mean, I understand with all of the good that he's capable of doing in terms of the, the leads that he's, he's capable of doing, uh, of getting for this network, but a lot of the mess that he's been involved in for the past two years is is beyond me, and, and the fact that he's still there, you're right, because they just got rid of uh, of the co-creator of um, of Grantland, uh, Bill Grantland, Simmons, right? Yeah. yeah. But they, they get rid of Bill Simmons because of, of what he had to say about uh, 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 Roger Goodell, but you Roger Goodell. You yeah. know, I, I guess. I guess. But, you know, uh, that, that entire yeah. situation yeah. With, with DeAndre yeah. Jordan, for DeAndre to call and apologize, for his mom to call and apologize to Mark Cuban, but he doesn't. That's weak. And you're a grown man, dog. Come on, man. What's up with that? Yeah, that's weak. That's weak. You know. That's what Mark Cuban said about that. Exactly. You know, we've we've seen the comments from Mark Cuban. I mean, yes, they get the talent, but I, I got a strange feeling that um, your boy Mark Cuban put the color purple curse on him. So you do right by yeah. me. You know, I I don't think this team does well. I mean, they 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 have the pieces in, in terms of bringing back DeAndre. You know, they they have Blake. They brought in Paul Pierce. You know, they got J.J. Rennick. You know, Chris Paul is still there. Right. But I right. don't know. I think that whole get of DeAndre was so shifty. It just doesn't It, oh, it yeah. doesn't sit right with me. And well, I don't, I don't the, know. The rules allow for that, though. That's what, that's yes, what they happened in the period. Yes, they do. And, and I, don't, I don't blame the league. I, I, I don't blame the Clippers. I blame DeAndre Jordan for at least not manning up and, and, and at least – is Mark Cuban going to beat his ass? Is that what he was afraid of? I know. Is that what he was scared that's of? That's crazy. 
you know, just call, you know, just call the man and say, you know what, I got to change the heart. You know, I, I, I don't feel comfortable coming to Dallas. Let me go ahead and, and, and resign. I'm going to go ahead and resign with the Clippers. That's all he had to do. Yeah. That's all he had to do. But anyway, you know. that's what it is. So, speaking of. But speaking I, of I, I see why you picked them as a winner because they, they this is the same team that J.J. Rinnick said was received the grade of F minus for their free right. agency moves for losing DeAndre, only for them to get DeAndre a couple of days later. So, yes, they win, yeah. but I want to know exactly how much of a win it is. If they can make it to the NBA Finals, then I'll go ahead and count that as a win. But it's a win for them because they got the guy, plus another guy that they really wanted. So, you know, we'll, we'll see yeah. how it works out. Well, you know, we'll get to ranking teams at this point of greatesty, and like, like in a few moments, but I mean, you know, I don't think that person at the top of the Western Conference. But being it as of May, we speaking of Dallas. We touched upon the well, we got to touch on the loser of agency. I, because you know, like, like I said, I agree with all of you on winners of agency. And you can tell me, you can be telling her for me right quick, like in my losers. I, I think definitely Dallas for, mm-hmm. for how that whole thing transpired. I think oh, yeah. my Knicks. The, the Lakers, mm-hmm. and to the to to a certain extent, because they were. I mean, I'm trying to think who. I mean, uh, well, I was thinking, well, maybe did Houston get played? I don't think Houston got played this time around, but definitely Dallas, definitely New York, definitely the Lakers. So, 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 what is your take on that? I completely agree with you on all three of those because of the situation where Dallas put all their chips in with DeAndre only for it to be snatched underneath or as they turned their back, completely snatched away from them. Uh, The fact that no one wanted to go to New York and then for Bargnani to even tell them. I just feel bad. Um, I don't know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't have any idea what's going to what's going to help them um, in the near future in terms of them being able to get free agents to come to the guard. I, I really don't know. And as much as I didn't want to be be a believer of the whole Kobe is keeping guys away from LA thing. I'm starting to believe it now. I I I didn't want to believe it. I know, isn't that crazy? It, it, it to me, all this dude really wants to do is win. I mean, I understand that that Jordan has had this uh, this whole passion to want to win, and that that didn't necessarily keep guys. Well, no, because we never really had to see Mike later on in his career. No, we did with Washington, but that's a whole different situation. No, yeah, I don't know. I guess the Wizards as of right now, but I just find it interesting and intriguing that no one wants to play with Kobe, other than Rondo, and and we yeah. he went and in that situation in Senate, and not San Antonio, but Sacramento is going to be interesting in terms of knucklehead one and, and Rondo and knucklehead two, and uh, Demarcus Cousins and, and Demarcus Cousins. But hey, they're both Kentucky guys. It might work. Right. It right. might work. So we'll, we'll see. In theory, I guess. 
You know, and, and one other loser to me, um, let me think, uh, Portland. How do we forget about Portland? Portland oh, they yeah, lose, I forgot about Portland. Wesley Matthews, God. they lose to Marcus, uh, LaMarcus uh, Aldridge. Oh, my God. Uh, Steve Blake, they lose him. Robin um, Lopez. They, they lose Lopez. They they lost a lot. Look for them to look to founder next year. My lord, it's it's like the curse of of Greg Oden and then Brandon Roy is just really coming to feast on them right now. This is weird, but but they 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 weren't capable of signing uh, Damian Lillard to that huge contract. So if there's a way that they can go ahead and play with. Exactly. That's all I was just about to say. If there's a way for them to go ahead and replace him with uh, somebody else, then good luck and and and, and Godspeed because they're going to need the help. How do you feel? How do you have to feel about? I mean, how do you think Damian Lillard is feeling about now? I mean, he got that fat contract, but who is he playing with? Who is he playing with? Who's going to want to come there now? Who's going, who's going to go, very, want to go to Portland now? That's a very good question of who's going to go there who's going to play with him, and how this team is going to look. Because, you know what? It's slowly, going to, it's slowly going to start looking like the Eastern a little bit because you have teams like Portland, like right. – uh, 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 actually, no, Utah is getting slightly better. Uh, mm. They've made improvements. Uh, New Orleans has made improvements. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Phoenix has traded away players, so they're going to fall down. So, well, maybe I'm not going to say that the West is starting to look like the East yet. It, 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 it hasn't gotten that bad. They still have a lot of competitive teams that are going to be there. Uh-huh. But um, I'm just concerned uh, about, you right, the, the, the Portland Trailblazers and, and what that team makeup is going to look like next year. Um, Sands, everybody. So. That's just crazy. That is crazy, this is another. Crazy, this is crazy. one of those those Western Conference teams that were young and and and, and budding for attention without Wesley Matthews getting hurt, and and I think that team could have been you know it, it could have continued to be competitive, but for whatever reason I I, I think that those guys that left decided that the the, the Blazers maxed out in, in terms of uh, potential. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they mm-hmm. thought that they would be able to bring anybody else up there. Yeah, and that's that's too bad for the fan base. Too yep. bad for Lillard. Then again, so something tells me that Lillard should 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 know him. I mean, maybe he loves Portland and wants to make it turn to a consistent winner. But I mean, to your point, good luck in getting him more luck to go there without uh, uh, Lamarcus, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge and company. No, no, even Wesley Matthews. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. a one-man band. He's pretty much like LeBron James was in the finals. Going against the Golden State Warriors. I mean, that's not going to be a club. Anyway. Um, and Ugh. one more thing, you know, I mean, you mentioned big markets. I mean, and that's, you know, I mentioned the Knicks and the Lakers being losers. Um, whenever you lose a player, if you're the Knicks, if you lose a potential player in Greg Monroe, to the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, what? I mean, what, like, 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 uh, like a big thing about that is I'm happy and kind of it's kind of refreshing 
You said players care more about winning than big markets. Because you mm-hmm. figure, you know, if you win, if you get, you know, you still get your fair share of endorsements, you still get your fair, fair share of, like, playoff bonuses and exposure, you know, that money can't buy, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you almost can make a difference. Whereas if you're, like, a Korean loser, like, like, uh, like uh, what's his name? Uh, Carmelo Anthony has been the past couple of seasons. And, mm-hmm. you know, to the point of a border on irrelevancy, I mean, what's the point? You want to win. You don't want to get to ask kids every night. And so it's good to see cats like Monroe and and uh, Aldridge shun the big bright lights of the big cities and go through it at, at winners. Like one established winner at San Antonio, another southern winner, that's a winner in, in, in Milwaukee. So it's good to actually see that, and yeah. I'm glad that it's happening now, at least. Maybe, maybe those bigger teams. Maybe my Knicks will... I don't know, try to have a better organization that the guys want to, want to come and play there. Same with the Lakers. You know, exactly. maybe Jim Buss would get together or quit or have Jimmy Buss take over and have her write the ship because he hasn't done anything while he's taken over. So The I mean, funniest thing I've heard over the past couple of weeks is that the Lakers at this point just need to go ahead and throw away whatever presentation that they were given to free agents back in 1998 and start anew. Because whatever it is right. they got is not working, and they need to do something completely different. And, and at this point, they need to bank on their young talent being able to turn around the franchise in the next year or two. Yeah, it's not happening. It's totally not happening. So basically, we'll get you on his on this, brother. Um, I on Facebook, I listed my top ten teams at the at, in the NBA right now after this round of free agency, mm-hmm. and. Um, I'm about to go there right now because for some reason I've been screwing around. I'm not there. But anyway, I can give you the, 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 the top three at least from okay. memory. Of course, the, the San Antonio Spurs. Uh-huh. I think the Cleveland Cavaliers would be the second best team right now, right at this point of free agency. I think the Warriors would be the it'd be It's a toss-up between the Warriors and OKC if OKC is healthy, comes back okay. healthy and full strength. Um, Bob, and you saw that they they brought back cancer today, right? Exactly. So that's huge. That's very huge. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, they'd be paying the luxury tax for the next uh, season or two, for the next couple of seasons. But that's good. That's that's huge. I mean, even though his defense is not as up to par as people would like, he's still a big man. Mm-hmm. He can't coach some of people, and he's very athletic. So they'll help them immensely. Uh, and then I have Memphis. The Memphis Grizzlies as a as a as a number five team, for the Clippers. Yep, I I love what Memphis is doing, man. Those are grinders, man. Memphis is a bunch of grinders, man. Like, now they brought that Marcus Gasol, who, who let's face it, he wasn't really want to go. He wasn't really going anywhere. So yeah. you have them, and they pushed Golden State too. You got to keep that in mind. But true. But uh, but after those cats, I have the the Clippers as the sixth best team. Followed by the Heat, Milwaukee, Chicago, and Atlanta. Those are my top ten NBA teams right now at this juncture of free agency. So what say you, my friend? I don't know. I'm a little concerned about Atlanta right now with them losing Carroll going up to uh, to Toronto and Millsap. Did Millsap go back to Utah or did he stay? 
Who is that? I'm sorry. Uh, Paul Millsap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Millsap stayed in Atlanta. It was it, it was Tamari that left and went to yeah, Toronto. Yeah, was Toronto. Toronto would be the 11th best team. That's Toronto would be my 11th best team. Um, so but, you know, yeah. I, I want to I want to see what what happens with teams like Indiana who gets healthy, you know, bringing back uh, Paul George and, and seeing how that roster looks. I also, of course, my Wizards. I want to see what this iteration of this team looks like. Saying Small Pierce, you know, do, how this small four and actually the power four spot for them looks going into yeah. next year. Um, right. Like you said, Milwaukee. Milwaukee is another team of intrigue. Uh, God, as much my, – my, my theory on this is, is – well, and this is going for the Chicago Bulls here and Jimmy Butler. My thought has always been, hell, you play enough minutes, you're going to score enough points if you take enough shots, and you're going to be kind sure. of productive. That was my thought on Jimmy right. Butler. I, I'm thinking if you pay Jimmy Butler a respectable amount of minutes – He'll give you okay numbers, but you know what? When you got Reggie Jackson making the money that he's making and all these other guys making the money they're making, I'm not even going to question the type of money that the Bulls threw at Jimmy Butler. I can't. I can't. Because yeah, in my opinion, lose. they couldn't lose him. Yeah, you know, because Jimmy Butler plays better than those guys, so to pay them as much as you paying them, it's, 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 I guess it's not a bad deal. So, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Excuse me. What that team does, as well as their draft pick that they that they brought in, um, who I actually uh, like. So we'll see how that team looks. Um, but yeah, like I said, one through seven, one through eight, I don't have any beefs with. It's the bottom three. Maybe Houston gets in there. I mean, they didn't really do a whole lot. But at the same time, you know they didn't they didn't do a whole lot, which is a bad thing yet a good thing, because the team was still right. relatively good, but they're just not great. So you know it, it, it's you. one of those types type deals going on there with with the Rockets. So we'll see, we'll see. Well, I you you know how I come out on those guys. Any team that's headed up by James Harden and. <laughs> The immortal Dwight Howard and Dwight Howard, like, yes, sir. Yeah, I don't, I don't like their chances. They need more. They need a heart transplant first before I can even consider those cats. I just do. I just don't ah. trust those guys. But there's a lot of weak hearted centers coming in the West Hub with with uh, Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, birds of a feather, right? But um, still, <laughs> how ironic I, I that, that he plays in Houston and DeAndre crazy. is from Houston. How ironic! Crazy. I, I do think the NBA, even in the Eastern Conference, but the West is going to be bananas from one through five. Let's just call it what it is. But I, I think that even in the East, I think if Miami can stay healthy, right? Ooh. If they can, if if, if, if Winslow shows up as much as I think he will. And the Milwaukee jails, right? I know I'm, I got confidence in Jason Kidd. And if um, if Chicago starts to, if, you know, they're, they're, they're like to bring in a Fred Hoyberg to get more offense going, if they mm-hmm. can stay healthy as well, I'm just saying, I'm still thinking Cleveland's the, 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 the clear cut favorites, but I'm just 
saying don't sleep on Miami and Chicago and Milwaukee. And he, Not at all. I'm saying so. Yeah, Not so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun as hell. God bless NBA. Love it. But it's going it's, to, I mean, free agency has made things a whole hell of a lot interesting in the NBA for yes. 2015 to 2016 season. And I'm looking forward to it. Hey, man, thank you. You and me both. Man, for doing this short notice as usual. You're the man. No problem, no problem at all. And I guess I can go ahead and get ready for the All-Star game tomorrow and NASCAR on Sunday. Yeah. Yahoo. All right. All right, brother. All right, peace out. Peace. That's my guy. All right. Uh, That's my guy, Dwayne Nash. He's showing out, as usual. I mean, one thing about Frazier at this this point in time, I mean, guys, they don't give a damn about the uh, bright lights anymore. I mean, hence the, the Knicks and the Lakers coming up empty. I mean, at least the Knicks brought in, at least we, and we brought in Robert Lopez. But who the hell the Lakers about to bring in? Rory Hibbert in the trade? Anyway, that's just hilarious to me. But nevertheless, the NBA is going to be a hell of a lot more interesting. And in 2015, 2016, it should be a lot of fun. Anyway, thanks a lot for checking me out. This is Scott Perks in the Clown Hour. Have a good evening. Oh, thanks.